Welcome, everyone, to Force of Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew D. Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, David Butcher. Terrific. And even more terrific, we have a special guest joining us this week. It's our good friend, Adam Salazar. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, glad you're here. Yeah, good to have you, man. Uh, Adam has directed and produced many acting gigs for Dave and I, and we're actually currently doing one right now. We're doing a, a rodeo shoot, right? Yeah. Yeehaw. That's, a lot of fun so far. Yeah, we, yeah. we're going to go back and film in next week or so and finish it off. And w- when we finish that, I'll be sure to put it on our Facebook page so all the listeners can see it, too. They can see us act as well. <laughs> we'll be working with real animals this time. Yeah, we will. So. We are. We'll be working with horses, <laughs> Yeah, we? so we're, we're doing all our own stuff. We are cowboys. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And this week on the pod, we are doing our seventh edition of Recent Animal Stories and Attacks. And we have a lot of great stories. It's summertime, so I feel like a lot of the attacks are going on, happening right now. And this episode is actually going to be heavy on sharks and bears, which is fine because shark, sharks and bear attacks, they're always pretty fun. I say fun, but they're all also pretty brutal and deathy. Yeah. A lot of deathy. Fun to hear about. Yes. Deathy. <laughs> uh, we hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode. It was our one-year anniversary. Um, I, I think my favorite part was our listener stories and our award show. Yeah. Um, I thought our award show, it was really silly, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Oh, and I guess that brings us to our fourth member of the team. Uh, the, the winner of the award. The, the host of the year, ladies and gentlemen, Colonel Cheetor. <laughs> hey, Adam, welcome to the shit show here at Force of Nature. Just saying, I run the place. Woo! Oh, he, he thinks he runs the yeah, place. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know that that checks out. Just ignore it. <laughs> that does not sound right. Yes, thank you. Adam is on our side, Cheetor. I'm sure he'll have something to say later in the show. Uh, uh, and if you enjoy the show, something you can do to support us is go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, give us a review, give us five stars, say something you like about the show. And the, re- the reviews really do help a lot, so please do that for us. And if you do, we will give you a shout-out. And we do have a couple shout-outs this week, oh, Dave. Okay. So, I mean, that's always good. And we've been doing well. Like, uh, our last couple, like, last two months, our our listener, we've increased dramatically. We're hit, getting, like, 100 hits a day almost right now. Wow. So, I mean, that's a huge increase. And I think that's awesome. So, we just want to say thank you to the, all the listeners for that. So, what do you guys say we get going on our stories? We got a lot of good ones this week. Let's do it. So, Dave, we just covered a couple shark episodes a few weeks back, uh-huh. and this might feel like a mini shark episode because there have been some, uh, there's been several shark attacks recently. Isn't that many? So there's been several, yes. I can't uh, catch a break. <laughs> yeah, notice how he lumps it all yeah, in before Adam, our Dave vacation is, to the he, ocean. Dave is definitely afraid of sharks to oh. this day. Yeah, I remember hearing that in other episodes. Yeah, he, he is. loves the water and he loves sharks. <laughs> uh, these yeah, like, these come in the perfect time to frighten Dave before we take a trip to California in 2 weeks. Mm. <laughs> Dave, what did you say you don't go out further than anybody else? That's right. Yeah. Right. That's right. That helps with it so I can say it mentally oh, helps them. you. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, luckily none of these attacks happen in California, but Oh good. I mean, it's it, they're overdue, so maybe when you're there yeah. or we're there. <laughs> So we have three shark attack stories to share. The first one happened May 24th-ish. Sometimes the articles are a day or two late, but May 24th-ish. I don't know the exact day, but yeah. Um, Let's uh, meet a man. His name is Thomas Smiley. Uh, He's not going to be very smiley at the end here. 
But he's from uh, Granite Bay, California. I already know how this is going to end because he's got a two-syllable name. <laughs> That's true. We've gone over that, huh? And uh, don't be named Charles either. Yeah. Especially don't be named Charles. I take it back. To, Adam doesn't really know what we're talking about there. But oh. a couple episodes ago, there was uh, several stories. And Char- a lot of Charleses died from shark attacks. Oh, really? Yeah. Several people <laughs> named Charles <laughs> happened Sharks to die. Sharks love Charleses. Yes, so they we do. Noticed the, yeah, most of the attacks happen with two-syllable names. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Thomas is a doctor. He's an optomet- optometrist. What what is that exactly? Eye doctor. Is that not? Oh, yeah, that's not okay. And he is on a trip with. He's on a vacation with his wife and other relatives and a couple of his friends. So it sounds like a fun time. And they are in Maui. Ooh. So definitely a fun time. Adam, have you ever been to Maui? I have not. It's gorgeous there, huh, Dave? Yeah. I hear good things. It is. It's really great there. Uh, Thomas was swimming off Kaanapali Beach. That sound familiar, Uh, Dave? Yeah, it does. We've been there. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was swimming at about 60 yards from shore, and while he was out swimming, he was attacked. You hit me faster than a shark attack. Yes, that was the Backstreet Boys, and it's going to be coming up two other times. Wow. But uh, nobody saw the attack, so we don't know exactly what happened. There's no uh, eyewitnesses to this exactly. Someone, however, did see that he was in distress in the water, and someone did call 911. And responders went out on a jet ski and found Thomas in the water. He was brought back to the beach and given CPR. Witnesses said he looked unconscious when he was brought up. Uh, Then one witness says, As we got closer, I saw some blood on his stomach. And then I got looking a little bit more, and his wrist, it looked like the skin was falling off his wrist. And then I got looking closer, and his entire left leg was, from the knee down, was missing. Oh, wow. That's that's a far cry from just saying, oh, he's distressed. That's (laughs) quite a generic term to use. Oh, he's distressed. We'll just bring him in. Uh, he uh, He was known to be a good man, and he leaves behind a wife three children and six grandchildren. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a very sad story. Uh, And it's not confirmed what species of shark was responsible, but most attacks in Maui are from tiger sharks. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is the first fatal shark attack in Hawaii since 2015. And there have been five fatal attacks in Hawaii since 2004. And all of them were in Maui. Maui's the... Tiger shark hotspot, I guess. Maybe I want to go to a different island next time. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maui's pretty awesome. Oh, it's beautiful. I love snorkeling there. My favorite part was um, the giant sea turtles. Oh, yeah. You know, I like to go and swim with them. It was really cool. I remember seeing sea turtle with a bunch of tooth marks on its shell. Oh, wow. So it was like a shark was definitely after it at some point. Gee, mm. Maybe I just need to swim with the turtle shell. I feel a little <laughs> safer. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ah, I, got uh, show. I think there's a business model there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next story. This one happens on June 2nd, and we are going to North Carolina. And let's also meet a 17-year-old girl named Paige Winter. Paige is at the beach with her father, brother, and sister, just enjoying the beach. Uh, and, you know, they're going out swimming, and then something happens. Not again. 
The song. I mean, the attack. Both of them. Both, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paige feels something pulling on her leg. At first, she thought it was one of her siblings grabbing her leg as a joke. But then she started feeling a weird snapping sensation. Mm. Something she said she'll never forget. That's because she's being attacked by a shark. And, but now Paige is a fighter. She, she really is a little badass. She says, and I quote, I remember giving up for a second, and then I just start, like, laying there. Then I was like, no, wait a minute, I can't do that. Like, that's not an option. Kind of tells she sounds like a 17-year-old girl with all the likes in there. But she, she really <laughs> is a little badass. Uh, Paige said her body went into shock, and she stopped feeling pain. And then she mustered up all of her strength and tried prying the shark off of her leg. The shark is wow. still on her oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah, this oh. all happens incredibly fast for someone when a, an attack like this happens. But she couldn't pry it off. Beginning to lose hope, she started to pray for a miracle. She says, and I quote, I'm like, I'm 17. Please don't let me die. Like, I'm not ready to die. I have stuff to do. Like so much. A lot of likes in there. Like she's right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can tell she's a 17, but uh, luckily her father, who is a major badass, his name is Charlie Winter. Charlie. Char is close to Charles. Isn't, are they surnames or? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. So they, they are the same name? Or, yeah. I think so. I thought so too. So yeah, it's another Charles here, ladies and gentlemen. And if, if your name is uh, Charlie or Charles... You should pass out name tags at the beach, man. <laughs> do not go in the water. Do Sharks are it. after you. And if you're not available, they will go after a loved one. <laughs> Don't yeah. be named Charles. <laughs> uh, so Char but this Charlie, he is an ex-Marine and a firefighter. I've, I've seen him. He's a pretty, wow. pretty tough-looking guy. Uh, Charlie jumps into the water to save his daughter. But uh, Charlie goes in and fights the shark off by punching it in the face until it finally lets go. Nice. Paige was only in the water about five feet deep when she was attacked. Oh, my gosh. And the shark was pulling her back, back into the deeper part of the water, Charlie, when Charlie came to the rescue. So without her father coming, it's likely the shark would have killed her, maybe taken Jeez. her off and taken her uh, deeper in the water. Charlie then puts Paige over his shoulder and brings her uh, back to the beach. Now, Paige does have some bad injuries, deep lacerations to her leg and pelvic area, as well as her hands from trying to pry it open. Mm. Um, she was then airlifted to the hospital uh, where a team of doctors worked to save her life. Doctors were really surprised by how upbeat Paige is during this whole thing. She was even cracking jokes with them after all wow, what's happened. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> uh, then a doctor says they need to amputate her left leg. Oh, no. Paige says, okay, can I get a cool prosthetic? Like, <laughs> that's her attitude oh, wow. for all this right now. There was no screaming, no crying, and no self-pity in any by, by Paige. She also lost two fingers, and both hands were heavily bandaged. Doctors and nurses love Paige and say that she's their best patient with her positive attitude. Oh, right on. And I watched an interview that she did, uh, they did with her, and she really was this way. She was like that. She Her left leg was gone from the knee down, 
and she has bright colored blue and pink casts on both hands. Mm. And she has like pink hair. I think it was pink hair too. And she's a really pretty girl and she's just very bubbly and just pretty a cool girl. Mm. She's a little badass. She also makes the point that she is not angry at the shark and has always loved sharks and still does. Mm. And while she was at the hospital, she actually received a video message from a very famous person. Iron Man himself, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, wow. He I I saw that. Yeah. Uh, he, he commends her for her bravery. He then says he is recruiting and asked Paige to be his North Carolina ambassador for his Footprint Coalition, which is like an organization that w- uh, works towards sustainability on Helping Earth. Helping wildlife. Stark right? Industries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot like that. And then if you think about it, it's similar to Iron Man recruiting Peter Parker. That's exactly what it sounds and, like. And now Robert Downey Jr. is Avengers recruiting is Paige. real people. <laughs> uh, one thing we don't know is what kind of shark it was. Again, this happens hmm. all the time with shark attacks. And I couldn't find any info on that, but it's likely either a great white or a bull shark. Gee, a great white and five feet? Yeah, it, feet well, it's water? possible that it was a, ju- a younger one, juvenile. juvenile. Wow. Uh, Paige isn't a very big person, so it's possible he, a juvenile one could take her leg. Or it was a bull shark. I don't know. Huh. It seems sounds more likely at a bull shark at that uh, five, five feet area. Yeah. Sounds more like a bull shark, but uh, we don't know. And I'll end it on another quote from her. She says, I want people to see I'm doing all right. And, you know, I'm still going to do the stuff they can do. I think I can transform this into something good for me, good for sharks and good for the environment, too. So you can't have a better attitude than that. Being attacked by a shark and losing losing a limb from it. Uh, The shark took her leg, but not her spirit. That's what they said to end it off. Nice. So that's a really good story. That's incredible. That's a, a uplifting story. Yeah. Even in the face of all the disaster, she still has got her spirit. And that's a really good story, and I like yeah. that one. But let's move to another shark attack story that doesn't end so happily and is a little more deathy. Huh. Mm. <laughs> uh, this next story happened on June 26th off Rose Island in the Bahamas. Let's meet a 21-year-old... Jordan Lindsay. Jordan is from Cali and is in the Bahamas for a vacation with her family. Jordan is a, she's a very pretty girl too and and was a communication studies major as well as a devoted animal lover and environmental enthusiast. It always sucks when it's the good people (laughs) that are the ones, uh, the ones that care about nature are the ones being attacked. Like why don't sharks and animals attack only shitty people? Yeah. Like attack like rapists or molesters, <laughs> and you know if they did that, then I don't think we would care. As no, much. much better PR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would go, oh, you know, we'll just send them in the water. You know, yeah. the boat sunk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, she, her, oh, sorry, her and her family go on a snorkeling expedition near Rose Island. This expedition has a four point five stars out of five on TripAdvisor. Sounds pretty good. And it's a it's a pretty popular tourist destination. Uh, it's not the main island, not the main island for the swimming pigs, but it does have swimming pigs there. You've heard of the swimming pigs? No, I haven't heard of swimming. Yeah, pigs. there's oh. islands full of pigs, and they love to just swim around in the water. Like feral oh, boars or like pig pigs? No, they're or... 
they're domestic just pigs? domestic pigs, kind of. They're and kind they of on their own. And a lot of, like tourists will go there and they'll just they can hang out with the pigs oh, okay. and okay. Wow. and pet them and just go swimming with the pigs. Wow, gee, that's like pre-brined barbecue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Well, maybe we'll have to talk about them another time. But yeah, that's it is a thing. And so while Jordan was snorkeling, some family members tried to yell and warn her about seeing sharks, but she did not hear them. Jordan was then attacked. You hit me faster than a shark attack. Yeah, that's the last one I promise. Okay. So Jordan was then attacked by not one, not two but three sharks. Wow. They were believed to be tiger sharks. Gee. The sharks bit Jordan on her legs, buttocks, arms, and even severed her right arm. Wow. Oh my God. Three sharks, though. I've never heard of that happening. Yeah, like that. Attacking in a pack or something? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I mean, it's possible that it was only one that did did all the stuff, and the other two were just right there. Mm-hmm. I, it, um there was no reports saying either which way, but there were three sharks right there. So wow. Jordan's mother, named Cammie, was only swimming a few yards away from the attack. Wow. She thought it was only one shark. She didn't even know that there was two more right there. Gee. So that maybe that's why maybe it could have been just the one and then mm-hmm, the other two were right mm-hmm. there. We don't know. Cammie got to Jordan and pulled her to shore uh, all by herself. And she was uh, transported to the hospital where she was pronounced dead from blood loss. When she was brought back to shore, though, she had already lost so much blood. So um, nobody could have. There was nothing anybody could do at that point. Mm. They think she actually died on the beach right there. Mm. Also, workers from the boat did try helping her out, too. Jordan's... um, she, they, yeah, they tried to help her out as much as they could, I guess. Everything happened so fast, you know. And Jordan's body is due to undergo an autopsy in Nassau. Uh, the Bahama government uh, issued swimming advisories after the attack. Shark attacks are rare in the Bahamas. From 2007 to 2016, there were only four attacks uh, with one death for almost a, like a 10-year period right there. Mm. Her family has set up a GoFundMe page to get $25,000, and this will help with the expense for a funeral and transporting her body, which I guess is really expensive to transport a dead body. So uh, anyone can help donate if they want to. And uh, So another sad story here, guys. To my knowledge, these are the only two shark attack deaths so far this year, the two that we covered. Oh, okay. But well, this is the time of year when people go to the beach and uh, most attacks happen. Hopefully nothing happens to you, Dave, when yeah. you're in Cali. <laughs> don't risk it. Watch, though. Something's, watch, I'm going to be the one who gets attacked and not you just because I'm the one making fun of you. You're the one-syllable name. I think you get it. Well, Matthew, you if you go with the long version. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I'll, I'll start calling you Matthew while we're at the beach. Yeah, yell it up. Early and often when you're in the water. <laughs> hey, Matthew, don't go out that far. Uh, Matthew, Dave. Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Where like, are you going? We, need, we need, just need to go ask everybody. You're not a Charlie, are you? Charles? <laughs> just start yelling, hey, Charlie, come back here. Charlie. And see so who they're turns distracted. Like, yeah. like, I'm not getting close to that yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, all right, so no more shark attack stories. Okay, the rest good. of the episode, Dave, I promise. Phew. Uh, our next story isn't an isn't an attack story at all, but it's very bizarre. Let's go to May third, 
and we are going to Florida. Adam, I'm not sure if you're aware, but we seem to cover a lot of Florida stories. I remember, yeah. A lot of crazy things happen in Florida. A lot of hot Florida. action in Florida. A lot of hot action in Florida. <laughs> and this happens at Lion Country Safari near West Palm Beach. It's one of those drive through safaris. Oh. And let's meet two giraffes. Lily, she's 10, and Jaori, I think that's how you say it, uh, who is one. Oh. The safari park... Uh, it actually has 20 giraffes, including both of them. But on this day, a big storm is rolling through. And what happens next is called a billion-to-one freak accident. Oh, and by the way, Lily is 16 feet tall, and Gioni is 12 feet tall. Those are oh, okay. tall animals. The tallest, actually. Uh, they were both... So they were just hanging down. The storm rolls by, and they were both struck by lightning and killed. Oh, my God. Wow. And it wasn't actually known exactly what killed them until a pathology test confirmed it was lightning and that their deaths were instantaneous. Wow. The giraffes had numerous shelters in the habitat that they could have gone into, but it was just kind of wrong place, wrong time, I guess. Gee. All of the keepers were deeply saddened to lose their giraffes and said they will be solely missed. So... Uh, yeah, bizarre story. Dave, if you remember, we covered another story where, another lightning strike story. Remember with the 300 reindeer? Oh, yeah. In one lightning strike, dead. All of them. Oh, my God. 300 of them. And this was in Norway just a few years ago. We covered that story. But it, it really is just a freak thing that happens. But it does happen. It happens to wild animals. It happens to caged animals. It can know. happen to, happens to people. Yep. Mm. So it's just kind of a freaky thing that happens. Crazy. All right, so this next story, it's going to be really quick. Uh, this one also takes place in Florida. Hmm. And this is a very Florida-like thing to happen, too. <laughs> and this happens uh, May 28th-ish. A 52-year-old man is at Coral Springs apartment. He's at his apartment. Uh, he goes to the bathroom, lifts up his toilet seat, and what does he find in the toilet? A ball python. Ugh. Oh my gosh. A python that jumps out and bites the man on his arm right oh. when he lifts the toilet. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. On the arm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I guess he's lucky that he didn't uh, sit down, yeah. pull his pants down, and sit down on the toilet before it bit him. Can you, God, can you imagine sitting down? They got to train him in Florida to lift up first, right? <laughs> you should. But, uh, and then the python bite your nuts or something Ooh. like that. Oh. Mm. Can't even think about that. Oh boy. Uh, the the man called police and was treated by a medic on the scene. The python was removed and taken to a veterinarian's office, and the snake did not belong to the man, and nobody knows how it got there. Oh. <laughs> Some crawled up to the sewers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. I Can't mean, pythons. Turtles there. I pythons mean. are a big <laughs> problem in Florida right now. They're. Uh, invasive species and they're they're from like exotic pets that have just yeah. been let into the wild yeah and they're there are their numbers are getting out of hand oh completely out of hand right now it's a whole thing we've talked about doing an episode on it yeah uh but yeah it's a huge problem right now in florida and they're killing alligators they're killing all the wildlife in that area right now but uh yeah this one somehow ended up in the in the toilet seat do they have Jeez. a natural predator 
Uh, no. Is it the, no the natural... mongoose, or is that just the cartoon I remember? Oh, no, no that's, oh, that's cobras. That's cobras. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there are no the natural predators. predators. I mean, they got um, the gators, which could kill them. But then the snakes can kill yeah, gators too. Like that's even. So even they're not accustomed to having these snakes there. And then they've been introduced was like maybe 20, 25 years ago. And so it's a big problem. Wow. Right now. Wonder if we'll start introducing uh, jaguars to counter it. <laughs> no, they, they do have the a, Florida Panthers. Oh, that's them. true. There you go. That needs to be a political, well, not, political platform. <laughs> <laughs> a jaguar for every python. <laughs> So up next is our first bear story of the episode. This one happens June 10th-ish, and we are going to the Carpathian Mountains in Romania. Hmm. I don't think we've covered a story in Romania before. And let's meet Andy Bauer. He's 26, and also his girlfriend, Laura Booth. She's 23. Andy is from Germany. I don't know where Laura is from. I think she's also from Germany, it uh, doesn't matter. But they were on a five-day expedition through the Carpathian Mountains. While hiking, they walked right into a mama bear with her two cubs. That's not a good thing to run into. No. Mama bear immediately attacked, going for Andy. And mama bear grabs Andy by his right leg and bites him. Picks him up by his legs and starts swinging him side to side. Oh. They can really, yeah, they, they can do that. They're that strong. Uh, they don't have any any bear spray either, which oh. is mistake number one, as we've learned. And Laura, who is right behind Andy, is watching this whole thing go down, obviously freaking out a bit. She yells at Andy to punch the bear in the eye. The bear let go for a second and then went to attack again. Andy listened to Laura and got a good shot hitting the bear right in the eye. Oh, wow. And luckily, this actually worked. And the bear kind of fled off with their cubs. Wow. Oh, and this is a brown bear, too. Okay. That we know. Uh, immediately after the attack, Andy's leg is broken, and a chunk of his calf is missing. Ooh. So that's a serious injury. Yeah. Uh, to stem the bleeding, they use one of his socks as a tourniquet. Andy took a photo of this, too, and it was pretty bad. And I oh. saw it. He said he was in a state of shock and didn't feel the pain. Same with uh, Paige in the shark attack. They, yeah. When something like that happens, you don't feel the pain anymore. And they don't have any phone reception, so Laura has to leave Andy there and find reception to call 911. She says this was one of the hardest things she's ever had to do, is leave him there. He mm. didn't, you never know if the bear's coming Just back. Coming right? back yeah. But normally with uh, mama bear and cubs, it would be unlikely for a bear to come back like that. If it was just the bear itself, no cubs, then it's very possible. Mm. But uh, he seemed to be doing okay, though. When she was away, Andy took several selfies of himself. Like you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of him with his uh, bloody thumb up and with a big grin on his face. <laughs> and then he took a picture of his leg, the one I saw. It's pretty bad. Oh. Uh, it took Laura an hour till she could finally get reception. Eventually, a helicopter arrived to pick her up, and then uh, she took him to where Andy was, uh, down the mountain a bit, and then they took him to the hospital. X-rays in the hospital revealed his legs was, was shattered in three places. Ugh. They were then sent uh, back home to Munich, where he will recover. 
The couple said they ignored the warnings and didn't carry bear spray. Uh, they just they saw the warnings and they they said that they just didn't do it. You never think you need it. Yeah, that's true, and I'm sure they wish they did now. But it bear spray, as we've learned, is uh, it's better it's effective. than a gun. It's yeah. more effective than a gun a lot of the times. We so. had to spray a bear at scout camp once. Did you? Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting. So black bear? Yeah, black bear. Um, we were at a. It was the part of the day where the leaders were split up and doing a meeting. The kids were all in class, and we saw a cub come into the area where we were having the leadership mm-hmm. meeting. And it turns out the mama bear was on the far side of camp, um, and they kind of met up with the cubs a little bit later, and they had uh, treed the bear because oh. there were so many adults and so many kids oh. at camp. The mom and the, the babies just went up the tree. And so they doused, they cleared all the guys, all the kids and the adults out, and they just doused the mama bear with pepper spray to, you know, to get it, to get it down from the tree, to get it out of camp, and to, you know, scare it from... Not coming back. Not, not coming around humans anymore. Yeah. But it was, it was crazy. Yeah, that's, wow. that's a cool story. Ooh. Did you get any selfies with that? I did not get a selfie with the bear cub. <laughs> Thumbs up, you know. Well, because well, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. That there's going to be a mama bear right behind this thing, and I'm going to watch these guys. Am I the fastest one in this meeting? Because I'm not going to outrun that thing. Nice. Uh, so bear attacks in Romania are uncommon, but there are more brown bears in Europe than you would actually think. Hmm. In Romania, there are estimated to be. 6,000 brown bears. Oh, okay. There's a lot more than you think. Remember, last week we had a listener send a story about a bear in Greece. Yeah. Brown bear in Greece. They live there, too. They're they're in a lot more places than you think. We covered uh, more about it in our uh, All About Bears episode way back. And we will do a brown bear, grizzly bear episode again. And we're going to do sloth bear, black Ooh. bear. We got a lot of bear things that will come up again. And people like our bear stories. Those are like our most hit episodes. So they we will come back with those. There's nothing like a good bear story. Yeah, yeah. bear stories are really good. They're pretty bear. And we have a couple more. <laughs> we have got a couple more this week. So Dave, I yeah. believe you have a bear story for us. I do. So why don't you hit us with that? Okay, this one's also very recent. June 26th. That's the same day. Hey, uh, coordinated. What are, the, what are the odds? <laughs> They're on to us. Yeah, his name's not Andy, is it? No, it's close. It was Alex. <laughs> the yeah. A names. The A names. <laughs> his name is. Alex. I was being targeted. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, yeah, his name's Alex Woods. Okay, he was. He's in. Uh, he decided to go uh, up in the in the forest near. Uh, it's in British Columbia. Okay. Uh, near Gitanau. It's it's like middle of the middle of Canada, but. But closer British to Columbia's, on the way to British Columbia Alaska. is like Vancouver area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It covers like that whole. Yeah, side. you're right. It does cover that whole yeah. big side. So it's about halfway to the north, you okay. know, halfway in the middle, of north the south of Canada. Canada, yeah. Um, so anyway, he's walking along. Um, he's you know he's he's out there all the time. Whitewater paddler, hunter. He's outdoorsman. You know. So anyway, he's out there. He says, "I was going out to check for the presence of armor." I don't know if I'm, if I'm saying this one right. Armillaria root disease. Yeah. So it's like, like a fungus yeah, rot. Like you, you know? do. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what Typical they do out there. I, mean, I do that all the time. Yeah. It's like, hmm, what do I do today? I go out hunting for some fungus. So, anyway, so he goes out there. And he sees uh, there's some broken fireweed around. So he knows there's an animal. 
So he's like, okay, so on that point, uh, just to make sure, I'm going to make noise. So he's making sure he starts making noise. He starts yelling, yo, bear, yo, you're, bear. That's what you're supposed, supposed to do, to do yeah. right? Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to make noise. So he's about 700 feet in the forest, comes across a gully um, where it slopes down to a creek. So you could hear the creek at the bottom. It's a little noisier. So he steps up his noise level to make sure the bear can hear. Mm-hmm. So he starts yelling even louder, you know, because it's, you know, you could surprise a bear there because it's just hearing the creek noise. So he yells louder. And uh, keeps doing his thing. So he's going down, and he noticed some morals that were coming up. So he just uh, picked a couple, you know, yeah, sure. like mushrooms. Yeah. So he picks a couple, and when he looks up, there's a bear running full speed at him, Ooh. about 100 feet away. Oh, my God. This is a black bear, right? Yes. So he's like, oh, there's a charred, there was a charred tree about a foot in diameter. So um, he steps behind it and starts reaching for his bear spray in his, in his uh, vest. But he's having a hard time, and he says, he quotes, or I quote, and I couldn't get the frickin' lid off. (laughs) So then the bear's head just came right in, right into his body. And so he hauled off and kicked it as hard as he could. He's up on a slope, so he's he's up more. So when he kicks, he connected, and he got him good, right in the jaw. So it backs off a bit and then comes again, starts coming at him again. So he kicks again. And yelling the whole time, just trying to scare yeah. it off. Kicks it again, and then it still came. And he's and he's run, trying to go around a tree, too, the burnt tree that's charred, you know. And it just keeps coming, so he's like, well, shoot. Um, and then he's here he's like, well, I, I, I couldn't get the bear spray off, but also in my vest, I've got an axe. And he's like, I've always felt if I really had, if anything really hit the fan, I'd want to have a hatchet or an axe. So he grabs that out, no fumbling at all, comes right out. Well, he's practiced that move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've all practiced getting the Bowie <laughs> yeah. knife and the axe like we're, <laughs> yeah. like we're badasses. Yeah, yeah. Fumble the bear the, yeah. spray. We need some cowboy movies with bear spray so people will be like, oh, that's awesome. Start practicing, but yeah. So he pulls out the hatchet. Bear comes right at him again, sinks the axe right into the bear's head. Boom. The Whoa. bear then slides down the slope. You know? <laughs> what? Yeah. Insta-kill. Yeah. So he's he's thinking, man, this is crazy. He's like, it's a good thing those trees were there, you know, because they yeah. kind of helped. And he was up on the upslope, mm-hmm. you know. You had the high ground. <laughs> bear should have learned that. <laughs> it's true. It's like, it actually Kenobi, is true. Right? Yeah. So, and he, but he's still alive. So after that happened, he's like, it was just lying on its back. It looked like it was still breathing. So, but he kept watching it. He didn't want to turn his back. To climb the hill so he watches it for a bit and then it's like okay i better get the heck out of here and backs up until he gets out of the forest and hurries and contacts um you know, what do they call it conservation officer service it's like it's like a ranger service yeah. you know so and tells him about the bear so then the, the the officers go out there and they find the bear and they find that he's still alive but he's, he's just more yeah mm-hmm. just... so they put it out put it down so they shoot the bear and, and kill it. So and so they they look more into it, research it, and they found out that the bear had cubs. Oh, so it was a mama bear. Yeah, and he didn't see the cubs. Right. They were there, but you know they still have that nature. And I'm like, hey, this guy's around. He could get my cubs. And went after him. And so anyway, and Alex says that's really effed up. That's not good at all. I'm still processing that. So he's. He's having a rough well, time. He needs to take those bear. cubs and raise them as his own. <laughs> yeah. That's the law that's of the, the forest. Laws, yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. a great movie, too. Yep. You know? <laughs> yep. 
That's the, I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> nice. But yeah, that's, yeah, it was pretty rough. So he's, the behavior, the bear's behavior was typical for a mom. What he did was what he should, should right. do. Yeah. You got, with black bears, you're supposed to fight back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was making the noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to Sometimes get, trying just, to get, just you do everything away. right and yeah. things will still go bad. You got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, it was about 150 to 200 pound bear. No, that's so a decent that's size. Bad. Yeah. But uh, anyway, they said it didn't look like it was weakened at all, so it wasn't trying to attack humans because it was an easy meal. It was just typical bear, mama mm-hmm. bear, that just got riled up. So he's, he's anyway, Alex Woods, he was feeling pretty bad about that. He's like, man, if only I could get that bear spray out. Both me and the bear, the bear would still be alive. You almost yeah. got to hike with it in your hand. Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> in fact, that's what he, yeah, he yeah. talks about that. He's like, you know what? I realized. I thought I had everything. I've got everything the way I should, but you know what? It just has to be completely readily accessible. Yeah. It's well, like, just keep it so easy to get to. You hear those stories about those nature photographers that get killed in a bear attack, and they literally have a sidearm, like a pistol mm-hmm. or something, and their last photos on their camera before they die are of the bear 100 yards away, oh, yeah. I mean, 150 yards away, and then the bear attacks, and they don't even have a chance to get their gun out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so fast. It's yeah. so fast. And it could be, you know, when you hit that and you freak out. Oh, yeah. You know, you're panicked you're too during tense. the headlights. You're like, oh, shoot, it's not working. You, you know? couldn't even undo a Velcro thing. Yeah. You wouldn't even, you'd forget how to do it. Yeah. And then things happen so fast, yep. and your mind thinks it's happening slower i don't know because you're like oh no i'm fumbling i'm fumbling but you know it's still pretty you've got that's how it works. you've got time but you're making it worse by thinking right you're out of time right but uh yeah in fact uh, alex said all this happened in 15 seconds from when yeah, he saw the down. bear running oh, at him it's all in 15 seconds wow yeah that's crazy a crazy story yeah that is a good that's a good story though yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, black bears will actually they hunt uh, they will be more predatory in nature towards humans more so than black bears a lot of the time yeah so maybe that's possible too for that. Uh, hmm. We don't we don't know for sure what her, what the mama bear was doing. Yeah, we don't know. But Dave, that was a great story. Yeah, thank that you. A good one. That's a good one. All right, Adam. Uh, I know you brought us. We make. I a, did. We always we like to make our guests work here on this podcast. <laughs> so we always have our guests bring a story. So Adam, you have a story for us. I do have a story. Going? So this is a sad story. I mean, yeah, like okay. you say, it's hard to find an upbeat story <laughs> when you talk about animal attacks. Yeah. Uh, and this happened earlier this month in June, earlier last month in June, mm-hmm. at the Kruger National Park oh, yeah, no. in South Africa, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, that might sound familiar, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why at the end of this story. So, um, at this, this is a national park, uh, so they have uh, park rangers and staff on site and they have cottages and, and uh, places for them to live with their families yeah. on site at the park. And part of the deal with uh, living on the park is that you have to be very careful because they're not just dealing with, you know, elephants and rhinos and the, the big lumbering. They're dealing with like active predators, right. lions, big time. major leopards, predators, yeah, hyenas, hyenas, all of all of Africa's most deadly predators, mm-hmm. right? So um they have to lock the gates as they come and go. They have to travel in groups. The the visitors have to be really careful of the rules and they have high fences um to try to protect these mm-hmm. families. So this this family is uh, barbecuing in their backyard, 
and the dad goes back into the cottage to grab something. Do you know if this is um is this like this is a not a local guy, right? It's a Yeah, it's he's a, is it a white he's, guy? It's not a tourist. Okay. He's he's a, a local worker at the National okay. Park. One of the I don't remember what his job was, but he's right. he's on site, he works for the park. Um yeah, and it's a South African family. Okay. So he's walking. So he's walking back to the cottage, and his little two-year-old is playing with the wife and the kid, the rest of the family, and the two-year-old starts to follow him back to the cottage. Where it's one of those things where the mom doesn't see the two-year-old, you know, leave their area and walk back toward him. Mm-hmm. Dad never sees two-year-old who's literally feet behind him. So he goes into the house to grab something, and as soon as he closed the door, he hears this blood-curling scream, and he runs back out, and he sees that a leopard has mauled his two-year-old. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the the leopard attacks the two-year-old, biting him on the head and neck. Oh. It tries to jump the fence. With it in his with, oh, wow. with the toddler in his mouth, hits the top bar of the fence, and gets pushed, you know, falls back into the area and then drops the child and then jumps over the fence. And so, of course, you know, they grab the child, they rush the child to the hospital, and the child dies yeah. from oh. injuries uh, related to the attack. Now, this specific leopard, uh, they had had their eye on for the for the previous couple of weeks because they noticed it had started to get what they called... Um, when you when they get used to it, uh, I know what you mean. Habituated, yeah, habituated, habituated oh, right? Okay. So the leopard had been showing signs of losing fear of humans for the past couple of weeks, and so they had set traps. You know, the rangers had their eye on this leopard, and they had set traps, but they couldn't catch it. Hmm. Um, and so that night after the attack, they went out and spotted the leopard, and they immediately put it down. Yeah. Basically, the rangers talked about how. Um, it's really the best thing for the park and for the animal oh, itself. Oh, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, because if even if they were to relocate it, leopards are so territorial, they'll either kill the leopard whose territory they get dropped into, or they'll just make their way back mm-hmm. to their original territory and cause problems for, yeah. for everybody again. Um, let me see what else. Oh, the, uh, like I said, they've got lions and hyenas and all kinds of like big Black alpha predators at this Snakes. park. But the leopards are especially impossible to control because they can jump the two they, meter fences. Yeah, they wow. can. That they have around the perimeter. Leopards of are these am- areas. incredible. They're they're really amazing. Yeah. what they can do and, and how strong they are. They can carry a carcass for miles and up trees. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and they'll like stalk you, and you'll never hear you'll them. Never hear them. Uh, um, they're really crafty about hiding. Yeah, they're and really kinda, elusive. They're really yeah, hard to spot. Yeah. What is two meters? Is that like eight feet? That's about, about six, six feet, feet six, six and a half okay. feet. Um, and they max out at about two hundred and twenty pounds, mm-hmm. and it's all like lean muscle, and they they, are, they can get up to forty miles an hour. Yeah, they're Gee. top speed. So, they're incredible. Wow. Now, if the Kruger sounds familiar, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, the next day at Kruger uh, National Park, 14 lions escaped. Oh. I, I, I read <laughs> wow. something about 14 this. 14 lions escaped. So wow. we don't know if it was a coordinated attack. <laughs> um, and then earlier this year in April, this is where the rhino killed 
the poacher, and then, oh, the, then lions the lions ate, ate the, the body. We, we covered oh, that yeah. story. Yeah. So that's Kruger. And then also last month, um, an angry elephant attacked yep. a car. And then years ago, and I'm sure you guys have seen this, it's a video called Battle of Kruger. Oh, yeah. I where know it was it was a viral video that was 2014 or yeah, something, some, eh, something like four or five years ago. Basically, um, a lion and an, a, a, a couple of lions and a couple of alligators around this watering hole. Crocodiles. Crocodiles. Start to battle over this wildebeest cub. It was a this one. It was this was. I think was it this one uh, wildebeest or was a uh, buffalo. Kate buffalo. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. A buffalo. You're right. You're right. But it was this epic struggle. Like it was so it was a tug of war. Crocodile right. and lions were literally playing tug of war with this. Because uh, the lion gets it, and then all of a buffalo. sudden the, wa- the the crocodile comes out of the water. And then they are fighting over it. And by then, the herd of buffalo come back and chase both predators off and rescue the calf. Like it had... I think I've mentioned it to you before on the show. It has perfect story structure. Yeah, and then you hear the Taurus, the the little white lady (laughs) Taurus, like, oh my goodness. And so that adds to it as well. But yeah, yeah, it's a really cool uh, video. I made the mistake of looking uh, on YouTube for, you know... Kruger videos because mm-hmm. I knew Battle of Kruger was at the same park. There are hundreds of animals attacking each other, animals attacking tourists. Wow! Videos. Yeah, there are. Yeah, from the from this area. So like, you know, when we're ready to take the show on the road, this has got to be one of your stops because <laughs> yeah. you you will see We've, some action. I've told this Dave that we're actually lads. we're yeah. actually going to do an episode on Kruger sometime. I've told him that before. Uh, I would I'd be down for traveling. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's like you like you say with the with some of these other attacks, like the the leopard was not sick, it was not malnourished, Predatory. it was just a chance of opportunity. Yeah. Um, they talked about the rangers talked about how they wouldn't necessarily go after an adult, you know, no, but they, just an opportunity to to go after something smaller. Wow, it's like a baboon size, and they go after baboons sometimes. Yeah, and so. that the whole thing was over in just seconds. Yeah. I imagine wow. that. So. That's a great story. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, you did pretty good. Uh, was, that is we crazy. appreciate it. I did just, a, the, it was so interesting, and I kept looking at more kept, and more yeah. articles. That's and, exactly what happened. Yeah. You dive down in the rabbit holes of yeah. doing this yeah, all yeah, the time. It was really, really interesting. To me. But yeah, hey, good job, guys. Thank you. I've got uh, two more stories for us. All right. Um, let's just get right into it. This next one was June 13th-ish, and let's go to New Jersey. To a town called Fairfield, a 37-year-old woman is taking her four-year-old son for a walk through the park. Uh, none of the articles gave the names for some reason. Anyway, so she is pushing her son on a stroller around 7 p.m. when someone alerted her that a coyote might be following them. What? The coyote was following her because as she went to turn around, the coyote lunged at the woman. Oh, my goodness. She fell to the ground, and the stroller tipped over. The coyote then bit the woman on the back of her leg and went after the child, biting his right leg. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is a coyote. The mother managed to get up and hoist the up the stroller. Then the coyote goes after her again. But people in the park then raced to help out. And the coyote took off into a wooded area. The mother and child were taken to the hospital and police closed down the whole park 
including canceling uh, youth soccer games. Oh, ruin it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that would make soccer of... more interesting, actually. <laughs> Just no soccer. I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> Just throw a coyote out onto the field after yeah. the 45th minute or something. <laughs> would be... Yeah, I'd watch that. I'd be okay with that, too. Nice. So uh, experts were called to search for the animal. And just after 8.30 p.m., Sergeant Frank Tracy spotted a coyote. And they think it was the coyote. They were never actually totally sure. Um, he spotted the coyote near a pool in a residential backyard. Oh. Hmm. And he exits his car armed with his M4 rifle. And the coyote began to approach him aggressively. Oh, wow. Gotta be rabies. Yeah. Classic rabies. Yeah, we're going to touch on that. Uh, Sergeant Tracy fired several shots and killed the coyote. And apparently residents have been seeing a large number of coyotes behind their homes. And they don't even have an estimated population. Mm. There's probably too many of them to count. Coyotes are everywhere. They really are. They're yeah. like they they can be aggressive. They're like little wolves. They're little wolves still. Uh, this is a very odd and rare thing to happen, as coyotes are normally wary of humans. So it's very possible that this coyote has a case of the rabies. So yeah, that's a the case of the rabies. Oh, so it did have it. Then. Well, it. we don't know. We. Um, they are going to test it, uh, and they probably have by now. Well, they better. I mean, well, yeah. they got a wife so, yeah, and yeah, a kid I'm, that need the, the yeah. shots. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't able to find anything on if, I couldn't find it anywhere on if it did have rabies or not. Uh, I don't know, but it's like, I mean, it's likely that mm. it did. And if it did have the rabies, then the mother and child will have to get the, their vaccines for that. Yeah. I mean, we've t- and those are really painful shots. Is that I don't think right? they're painful, know. but they're expensive. Okay, they are expensive. There, you have to get. We did a rabies episode back in way back in episode twelve, and we're gonna do. We're gonna bring up another rabies episode sometime, but uh, they you have to do a series of four shots after each every other day. You got to take a shot. Mm. Yeah, and. Typically over a thousand dollars. I can't. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a big ouch to the wall. It really is. And Adam, do you know what happens if you uh, get uh, if you contract rabies and you don't get the vaccine? I want to say death. There is a one hundred percent chance that you will die. Oh my god! It is one hundred percent. But I go crazy first, right? Yeah. Like, don't I turn into like a zombie essentially? Because <laughs> yeah. you start. There, everybody gets aggression some goes feeling. up, pain goes down, but. And yeah, they crave brains, right? <laughs> Am I remembering it right? Not exactly. Okay, but it's a little different for humans than it is for some oh, of the okay. animals. Um, but rabies kills like fifteen thousand people a year oh my in God. Asia and Africa. We we've talked about it before, and like I said, we will do another rabies episode sometime. I, I know of a few stories already, oh, all right. so it, that would be a good episode. But yeah, rabies is a serious thing, and if remember, Dave, you. Say you got bit by the coyote, mm-hmm. and um, you won't, you might not see any symptoms for anywhere for, for um, a couple, a week or two, all the way to a year. You might not ever see symptoms until then. But once you get, once you have the symptoms, you're screwed. There's oh, so by the time you show symptoms, once it's the too symptoms late. Yeah. show, vaccines won't work. Uh. Nothing works. You will die. And the most, the animal that has, um, that gives the most rabies here in the United States are bats. Yeah. Bats are a big one. 
there was somebody in Utah that died just a couple months ago from rabies from a bat. And is it, it I, am I right in that it's not like the bats attacking somebody? It's somebody going over and messing with a sick yeah. bat. Yeah. Or, I mean, it, it could just be a scratch oh, okay. or a little bite. I mean, you could just accidentally run into a bat, you know? Yeah. Uh, that happens. So, yeah. Yeah, rabies is a serious thing. Not mm. so much here in the states, but uh, in Africa and Asia, it it really is. Yeah. I was just down in southern Utah and watched bats sitting there watching bats fly around in the evening, catching bugs. There's a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Parents having to wash the poop off the porch every morning because they oh really and, the guano because yeah. they nest in the awnings and stuff. Yeah. Wow. So mm-hmm. yeah, when we camped at uh, have we did uh, have a soup pie with. Ooh. The, one one summer nice. with this for our scout camp, and I remember thinking, why are there so many sparrows this late at night? Because we were coming back <laughs> oh. and forth and everything, and it took me about five minutes to realize, oh, those are bats. Those are bats, <laughs> and and they were the size of sparrows, mm-hmm. and they would like get really really close to you. Oh wow! But that you would never bump into them, like they would never they would veer off at the last second. Huh. They knew exactly what they were doing, and they were just picking off bugs. Wow! Yeah, it was crazy, but yeah. like. It was it was scary. <laughs> it was still scary. Well, yeah, but uh, word to our listeners: if you do see a bat, don't touch it. Don't yeah. touch it. All right, so fellas, that is going to bring us to our last story, and this story is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. Oh, and you've heard some crazy yeah. stories. Yes, and been like fifty episodes of crazy stories. That's <laughs> exactly right, and uh, it's another bear story. So this episode has been dominated by shark and bear stories. That's all right. I picked the right one to come on. (laughs) Uh, And I bet many listeners have heard this story. So I'm going to share the original story that came out first. All right. And then give the updated version. I I wonder if you've heard uh, heard this one yet. Last week on the 26th, this story came out. Another 26th. Yeah, you're right. (sighs) Charlie it's on the twenty sixth. <laughs> it's the Illuminati. <laughs> uh, that's when this came out, and it happened, and it came out from Tuva, Russia. Uh, it's like a southern, it's in southern Russia, bordering China near Lake Baikal. So a man was found in a bear den after um, uh, by hunters whose dogs sniffed it out, and they went, they went in there. The dogs wouldn't leave, so the hunters are like, "All right, something's in here. We got to check it out." And this, they they find a man, and at first they thought it was a mummy, but turns out he's alive. What? <laughs> and he has been in the cave for a month. He Go on. <laughs> <laughs> he was reportedly attacked by a brown bear and suffered a broken spine. The bear then took him to its den, where it kept him there, so he would eat it later. He would eat him later. <laughs> and this man says he drank his own urine to survive. Oh, wow. Now, this surprisingly... Just give the man a million dollars for winning Survivor. <laughs> he earns yeah. it. Sure. Hide and seek champ. A million rupees. <laughs> Rup- rupees, whatever they're called. Uh, now, this actually, surprisingly, has happened before. Uh, bears will sometimes do this. This take food back to the den. Yeah, take food back to the den for later, and it has happened to. You're talking hum- about humans. It has happened oh, before. What? It really has happened that before. Feels like cheating. <laughs> like, but uh, that's, cool. that's like a Japanese internment camp or something. Yeah, the Russian yeah. gulag. 
But a whole month, this guy was in here for a whole month. Uh, there were uh, photos, or there was, there was a video released and then photos, but they are really bad looking. Like, he really does look like a mummy. The man... Ooh, just emaciated? He, he's sure. like... I, I can't even describe it. Uh, but he, then you see his eye open and then he just looks... Ugh. Like, what is this? <laughs> but uh, he, he really looks like a mummy. And then the man said that his name was Alexander, but couldn't remember anything else. Wow. He was described as having severe injuries and a rotting tissue all over. Medics say they cannot explain how this man survived. The exact location uh, has was never revealed, nor was the name of the hospital. Hmm. When I first read this story, I couldn't believe it, and like, how how insane is that? And right, actually, this has happened before, like I said. But let's go through the updated version now. Okay. okay. Things get interesting as this story of a bear wasn't actually the first story revealed. The man's condition got out and someone started making up stories. The original story was that he was a zombie that rose out of the grave. <laughs> this story didn't stick and was denied. So the same video was reposted on Pagapu, which is like Russia's version of Reddit. And it was reposted, this time, given the bear story. And this story caught on like wildfire and went viral. So the whole story of the bear was fake news. What? <laughs> oh, really? No! <laughs> yeah, oh. I know. I wanted it to be true, too. Oh, my God. That was going to be the Revenant for a second. Oh, I was worse oh. than the Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> but So how'd the guy no. get messed up? Or was well, he messed up? Well, let me, let me explain. The video of the man also appears to be doctored. Huh. I don't know how you do that, because the man who uh, who actually is was in a was actually in a hospital and he suffered from psoriasis, uh, which is like a skin d disease, skin mm -hmm. condition, and he had actually already been released. They knew they found out who the real man was oh. in the video, and like he does have a skin condition. But it's not even close to that bad. Huh. Uh, a medic is feared to have secretly filmed the patient and just made up the rest. Oh, wow. Huh. Uh, a probe is now underway to figure out who is responsible. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's, he's got a three-film deal. <laughs> yeah. Like, that really is yeah. a, a story for a movie. So this, I mean, this story kind of shows how you, how uh, fake stuff can fly around like that, you know, and be yeah. cleared as truth. Like, remember last week, I was like, Dave, this story is incredible. And yeah. turns out it's fake. Yeah. Uh, luck, uh, luckily, things got cleared up. But uh, after reading it the the first time, I, I was, I was, I was a bit skeptical after reading it the first time. Just like something didn't seem right. Like there was no names revealed, oh. no doctors' names, no hunters' names. Normally they give the names no of detail, hunters. No quotes specific, or yeah, no yeah. specific details like that. Normally that's what we find in these stories. Hmm. So I was a bit skeptical, but I think I wanted to believe it was real because how cool it was. Well, and you chop it up to getting lost in translation or yeah, picking it up possibly. on some non-news site, and they just left those details out. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, it's Russia, so who knows if right. it's true. Um, and also, so I was, I when I was reading this story, I did find out another story where this actually did, well, another supposedly that this happened. And this was a few years back in Colorado. <laughs> this, uh, so this guy got attacked by the bear. Bear took him back to the cave and sexually molested him three times a day. <laughs> the bear Feels sexually like a different mole- kind of bear at that point. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe it was a furry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, that, that was uh, I, I just read it and I want maybe I'll, I'll do the whole story on it some other time. But that that's another claim. I don't know how true that one is either. Yeah. So. There are fake stories out there, even involving animals. This one, man, I really wanted to believe it because it yeah. was so incredible. I was like, how did he survive? Yeah. And that was another thing. He's like, he survived on his urine? Like, yeah, we should have done detective even... work. His back's broken. How did he get to and it? And how did he... <laughs> yeah. Naked and Afraid only does 28 days. How did he do 30? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just didn't sound right. But, fellas, that is going to wrap up the episode. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, Adam, I hope you had a good time on the show. We enjoyed having you so here. Much Thanks fun. for coming. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. So much fun. Good. And we'll be seeing you next week for for uh, sure. Yeah. For filming. So, Dave, for next week, we are going to do a solo episode <clears throat> on a very cute and cuddly animal. However, this animal really stinks. That's because we're going to be covering skunks. Nice. Hey, oh. you put a pun in there. <laughs> oh, I'm so bit. proud of you, Matt. Don't get used to it. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be, I think, I don't know, I, some, for some reason, I like skunks wasn't even on my list of things. And then I just thought of it the other day and was, we're doing skunks. And so. Big with rabies too. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there will be uh, rabies in that episode, I'm sure. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. And Dave, we do have a couple shout outs to give. First, uh, Chaneysaurus. Chaneysaurus. Uh, thank you for your iTunes review. We really appreciate it. And also a big shout out to BJ White. BJ White. He actually sent us some cool like photoshops he made for us, uh, kind of like kind of like memes, but they're they're pretty funny. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I plan on posting them on Facebook and on Instagram. Nice. Uh, my favorite one was the he did one on the time machine. That one, <laughs> yeah. that one was really funny. Then he made another one with uh. Arnold Schwarzenegger from Kindergarten Cop, and it's not the babies. <laughs> so that one, that one cracked me up. Yeah, so, they were clever. Yeah. yeah, they were very clever. So we, we, I mean, we really appreciate that. Can I see the time machine when we're done? Can will you show it to me before we leave? Uh, or that next time is fine. I don't have to see it. I just all right. I'm well, so I've heard so much about it. It's in the other room. So of course, it's got time. It's a, it's right. Time is I mean, we can make the time right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Dave. If our listeners want to help out and contribute to the show, what can they do? Go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, say something like about the show. It really helps us out. Uh, if you want to become a producer of the show, you can donate at... <laughs> Ding! Hey, that wasn't that. bad. Not bad, Dave. <laughs> but yeah, go to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Face- or you can do it on our Facebook. Uh, give us a review there. It really helps out. And if you want to be an even more wonderful person, become a producer of the show, you can go to... PayPal or Venmo and leave a little donation. That would mean a whole lot to us. Uh, I don't care if it's one dollar, hundred dollars, anything helps. Uh, it really means a lot to us. We're, like I say, I keep saying I want to try to get some merch going. I yeah. think that would be fun. So by donating, you'll be contributing to helping us make merch. That's what we want to do. It would be pretty cool. So you can do that on PayPal. You can find us by our email, forceofnaturepod at gmail.com. 
or Venmo on my personal account, Matthew-Hamilton-51. And that info is also in the description below. And to all the listeners, feel free to contact us if you ever want to. Tell us a cool animal-related story of you or someone you know, or you want to suggest an episode idea, or if you just want to ask a question or say hi, please feel free to do that. You can email us or message us on Facebook. Uh, also, you can help us grow by recommending us to family and friends. Tell them we are on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the po- uh, platforms we need to be on. And I, I feel like people have been doing that since our list- our viewership has been going up. So thank you very much. We yeah. really appreciate it. Dave, do you have anything to add? No, I'm good. Adam, thank- once again, thank you for coming. Do you thank have anything you. to add? Nope. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Uh, I guess we got to ask him. Uh, right. Colonel Cheetor? Adam, I want to say it was a pleasure having you here. Glad you survived these two jabronis. Congratulations. I think he likes you, Adam. Yeah, thank you, Colonel. I appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you. Yeah. yeah we're is. just a couple of jabronis. Yeah, we are some jabronis, and he is the host of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is the Force of Nature podcast. Thank you for joining us. Tell your friends. Be a part of building us up, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.